Tonight on Alpha's Back in Pod Form, Jim Sheaves, Oreo Cream, Cody Fag. You thought there was a cleaner out there. It was called something else, but it just contains a scrubbing bubble. Vivian Clover Lejoie. Toilets are very naughty. And me, Byron Hussey. That would be foppish. Now it's time to listen to a podcast about Elf, the show from the 80s. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Alpha's Beck and Vod form, episode number 50, is it 52? Varsity Drag. This is the uh, astonishing season finale of the second season of Alf. My name is Byron Hussey, and I'm joined by Vivian Clover. Hi. And I'm also joined by uh, Cody Fag. What is up, Byron? Yo. How's Co- it? How's it hanging, Cody? Did you listen to the last podcast where I did an imitation of you? I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it because oh. I had to bail. So yeah, but if you listen to the end, you could have heard me imitating you. So was it was it a flattering imitation, or were you making fun of me? No, it was fl- very flattering. Okay, well maybe yeah. I'll skip to the end and listen to the end. No, you should listen to the whole thing. And we also have James Sheaves. Hey everyone. James is very kindly um, postponing a romantic trip to a book festival with Zach today for this podcast. You're welcome. So yeah, people should be sure to laugh extra hard at James's jokes today. <laughs> I just really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. James is known for his jokes. He's a joker, jokester. He's a he's a he's a he's a real kidder. Like he's a regular fourth stooge which i guess is shemp so maybe shemp fifth. too <laughs> like mecha, the mecha shemp <laughs> varsity drag is the 26th and final episode of elf's second season it originally aired may 9th 1988 um is there a song called varsity drag i wasn't familiar it looks like it's a some kind of old timey thing Sounds like a Tin Pan Alley song. The uh, the name I mean. Do you know the song, Vivian? Even though I know a lot of Tin Pan Alley, I don't know that one. What is Tin Pan Alley? I'm not familiar. Uh, Tin Pan Alley music is like a music of like the like from like the 1890s through like the 1920s, mid 1910s. It looks like it's a um, from a musical called Good News. Is that like a Christian thing? One would think. Good news, cigarette juice. Spaghetti. Uh, um, let me check. I'll go to YouTube and see if there's anything. Because like this is really important, right? This is really so important. Varsity drag. Good news. Okay, I'm gonna play a little bit for you guys. Let me get my straw hat. You name it. I'll do anything you say. Anything? Try me. Whoa. It's very sexual. Down on your heels. Whoa. Down on my heels. Up on your toes. Don't think that I brag. I- okay. It starts with like some some kind of allusion to um, oral sex. And then it, it just kind of relaxed. goes from there. Yeah. I'm feeling so, very aroused. Very so erotic. I think that this is a case where they writ- wrote the episode and then we're just desperately reaching for a um, song, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I think- know. I think it, it works quite well because like Alf is quite a drag in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. See, I feel like they could have uh, just like went with something like typical, like uh, maybe a reference to like the movie Animal House or something. Because like yeah. I don't know, I mean, because like that would be something more well known. And Animal House could also double as like a meaning for like Alf being an alien, being an animal, and then it's relating to a college. So I mean, it's just a very obscure song. So. In which they have houses. Yeah. Right. Wasn't maybe a clever like, choice. Maybe like a. You know who's a big college act is um, Dave Matthews Band. Maybe huh. they could have done a DMB song. I just noticed Lynn has Duran Duran posters on her walls. That's pretty cool. I like Duran Duran. It's part of her character arc. Hungry like the wolf. Hmm. <laughs> or the more, even more famous uh, 19, late 90s hit Electric Barbarella. Oh, that's a I I, I uh, definitely know and love that one. <laughs> it's a pretty good, 
but it's a, I think it's about a sex robot. Huh. Um, what's what's new with you guys? Should we talk? Is there anything we need to talk what's about new? before we get into uh, Alf? Um, I was able to afford to go to the university of my choice. Whoa. That's, yeah. Wonderful. No aliens holding you back. It it was in um my my city though, so I just stayed at home. This is like an outrageous boast. Wow. Really gratuitous, frankly. I'm I'm sorry that you take it that way. What school was it, if I may be so bold the as to ask? The Australian National University. Oh yeah, and the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> where is that one? Is that on Skid Row? I don't know where that is, but I know a, a lot of people go there. Which yeah. uh, which side of the tracks is it on? The one with Gravel Gus. Is that where you learn yeah. street smarts? Yeah, Gravel Gus was the valedictorian. <laughs> okay. I had to drop street smarts. Yeah, it's useless. I I lived with my folks when while I was going to school and. I would say half of the people in my class did as well. Yeah. So, you know, the, the the whole crux of the drama of this episode, not a huge deal, honestly. I mean, having that kind of money is pretty rare, yeah. <laughs> actually. So, yeah. you know. So, um, the first uh, shot of this episode was pretty pretty wild. Um, we had like a, it's like a handheld camera pan around yeah. of Alf sort of sitting on the couch. So you could see his feet. Yeah, full body, which is really yeah. rare. Full body shot. Um, Saucy. I mean, this episode to me, I've heard some people talk about how they didn't like it, like in the chat and so on, but I thought it was like one of the stronger ones myself. Mm. Some good, I good lines. Some good Seemed to have some good production values. You know, we got a, we got a station wagon, um, a bunch of newspapers. We got a scene where they, uh, where they, the camera focused in on, I think, uh, Al or it was Lynn. The camera focused. I think it's later in the episode. There's a scene where the camera focuses in on one of them, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> it happens. <laughs> doesn't sound like that would be like particularly high production value to do that, though. Not, well, Unless it was like a crazy fisheye lens or something. We're talking about Al. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alf asks uh, Brian what E N N U I spells. Uh, why did he ask this? Was he doing a crossword or something? Was he? He was looking at the paper. Yeah, he was probably doing a crossword. Yeah, he's a notable crossword fiend. Um, James, do you know what E N N U I spells? Uh, yes, that spells. Ennui. Okay, can you define ennui for us? It's a French word for existential boredom. Okay. Yep, getting a little bit of that right now. <laughs> I think we learned that one in uh, in in spelling in middle school. Hmm. Yeah, Brian hadn't learned it yet, but he's still in elementary school. So. Can we um, can we talk about Brian for a second? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I just hate I hate this kid and I hate how he looks. Yeah. And every every time I see him, I think to myself, you know, my he, he just has this dead look in his eyes and his face also reminds me um there's like a old folk craft of like you carve a face into an apple and then you let the apple kind of shrivel up. Yeah. And all the features get kind of sunken and and twisted. Mhm. Like he a just bog has man. That, he has that face, you know, and I just, I can't, I can't stand looking at him and it takes me out of everything whenever he's on the, the show. Well, I think I know why this is. Um, th- this has been mentioned on previous casts that uh, the, the nature of how they filmed Alf was that uh, the puppet was what you had to get right in the shot. And that meant that you would have to spend hours setting up and uh, like doing lots of takes. And as a result, the human performances are all very like kind of bored and, um, <laughs> yeah lifeless uh, like so I they want to die like they want to go crazy yeah like i i i tend to link that with lynn um, yeah lynn, more than anyone lynn else. always yeah, yeah. lynn um, always seems like she's gonna crack i yeah, just dropped a uh like, photo of brian today in the chat hey look i don't know he, he looks like he's cleared up a little bit <laughs> like if i saw him on the street I'd, i would be ambivalent he just looks <laughs> like, a, like a guy his, his face looks less dirty yeah, yeah, that's the thing. The, so Brian on on Alf, you know, as portrayed in the Alf series, he just looks 
ruddy and and like Always. like he needs to be rinsed off, but like he can never come clean. Is it possible that that's just like his complexion, and you're being like a little bit um, what's the word? Like not racist, but like um. Cody's a dermatologist. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Correct. that's why. That's complete bullshit. He's got. Yeah. He's got. Brian had skin issues, and they didn't clear it up. It's very unprofessional. Should a makeup lady should have done a better job? He looks like when when they get a, a corpse ready for a showing. Yeah. And they, try, they try to bring color back into its face, but it, yeah, it it's ends not up there. Like a, I guess like a weird pallor. Yeah, it's kind of bloated in a weird yeah. way. Like, oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of tight. I can't handle it, you know? I just can't yeah. deal with it. I found a really good picture of Brian. I'm going to drop that in the pat- in the chat. <laughs> I think this um, this picture needs to go on the on the um, the JPEG. For the it might just be it. This might be the whole cover for the episode. <laughs> yep. There's I'm even, dying. like, a, there's a nice place to the right where you can put the text. You can keep the composition yeah. nice and classy. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I might pepper in a few other items here. It's, clearly, that's the uh, the focal point. His head looks like a balloon. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. Uh, when I was a child, I had a uh, banister in my home that had a kind of a a sphere on the top of it, and I called it Mister Balloon Head. So, hmm. wow, is that a good a, story? Must have been that was a, a great, uh, no, uh, an understimulated child. <laughs> that was a nice story. I Thank you. It. Um, I thought in this, I think it was still in the cold open, um, uh, we see some more evidence of the kind of the difficulty of setting up shots with the puppet. Um, specifically when Brian hands the letter over to Alf, it seemed as though the, the puppet kind of made a grab for it, but because the puppeteer can't see the letter, just kind of <laughs> just missed a little bit. Yeah. Just, and then because he's a child actor, you, you can only film for so long. Yeah, so they just, so they just used the that. Take. I love when they... Uh do things wrong and bad it's embarrassing so, for them and then so the scene so he finds this envelope but he's going through the mail and he finds a is it a sears lingerie yeah lingerie he just says lingerie catalog yeah probably well, intended to be a victoria's secret okay i don't know why it's, i thought it was a department store or something i don't know why but then he, he makes a weird comment about lynn and then I mean, it was about kate yeah oh. yeah he said he calls her a saucy vixen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that's still. Well, you know. so I think what you're thinking of is there's a there's a scene in The Simpsons when Mo is on the lie detector test and he sort of keeps sort of downgrading his <laughs> yep, yep, his lie. Yep. 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 <laughs> and at one point, he says that he was ogling women in a Victoria's Secret catalog, and then that's a lie, and he's downgraded to the Sears Sears catalog, and that was the truth. Have so, um, any of you ever ogled women in the Victoria's Secret catalog? I've committed adultery in my heart many times. <laughs> nah. Is there like a um, equivalent to the Victoria's uh, Secret catalog with like men in it, James? Uh, for for like for gays, yes. Do so like, what would that be? Is it? Is it? But it has to be like it's not like porn. It's like showing it off some the... kind of clothing would be the Andrew Christian catalog. What is that? Andrew Christian is just an underwear brand. Are they like really revealing? Uh yep. Like like banana hammock. They, they just like have all sorts of absurd designs that are not practical in any way. Like Borat? Like the Borat? <laughs> um I I guess uh maybe a, a little less um uh like deliberately humorous. Yeah, is this a an Australian catalog or like where could I get no, it? It's uh, well, I'm not sure if they actually do paper catalogs, but that would kind of occupy the same, uh, you know, hmm. spot of just kind of soft core thing that you can ogle. Unless it's coming in the mail, I feel like it's in a different um, category, zeitgeist category. Well, it comes in the mail if you order a pair online. Okay, which is the only option in Australia because it guess- is American. I'll get to stepping. Yep, get on it. <laughs> so, um, Alf mentions that he's expecting to hear from the matchbook people um, on how well he drew Binky. Does anybody know what that meant? Uh, no. Binky. See, I was going to make a joke and say it was Binky the Clown from Garfield and Friends, since that show was on at this time, but 
I highly doubt they'd make a reference to that. So honestly, I have no idea. So we, it's revealed now that um, Lynn has got an acceptance letter to Amherst. And Alf is a jerk and hides it. Yeah, which is ironic because ultimately he does prevent her from going to Amherst. <laughs> which also is uh, <laughs> Willie Tanner's alma mater, which we now know. Do you think? Do you guys think that um, Amherst uh, has any like special like traditions surrounding like the fact that uh, Willie Tanner is a notable alum? Uh, hmm. Like uh, um, the hmm. annual crack smoke, or <laughs> yeah, everybody gets gathers on like a hill and smokes crack, and then they have a drum circle. <laughs> yeah. They all build little models of the Nina in a bottle. <laughs> I can see yeah. here that the uh, the motto of the school is Terras Irradiant, which I can only assume means um, radioactive Earth. Yeah. Like, it sounds like the uh, like the motto of like forty thousand Space Marines or something. Hey, yeah. We all so, know those guys. Yeah, you guys know. Um, I see uh, like memes from from those guys pop up in like various Facebook groups around the place, and I always wish that they would just go away because I don't <laughs> share their their cultural um, knowledge. Yeah, I I I actually played those games, but I, I still don't really know what they're about. To be honest, they um, they were games. Yeah, they uh, can like, get they can get pretty pricey to get into as well because there's a lot of little miniatures and things. Yeah, my uh, my brother and I uh, collected them and played the games. Did you um, did you like paint them and kind of design them? Did you get yeah? Into that? Well, my brother did more than I did. I mean, like I did, but he was he was really good at it. He's like an artist. That's actually really like that aspect of it. I mean, it's for dorks and it's stupid, but that aspect of it is really cool. Yeah, now he's really good at art, and he went on to do the um, webcomic series Homestuck. So uh, I'm familiar. Yes, that's where he got his start. Painting incredible Warhammer hammer 40,000 40, miniatures. Um, uh, Alpha's wearing a sweater vest in the next scene. Um, I think it just kind of looks kind of collegey. Is that why he was wearing it? Um, you know what I it made me think of? It kind of looked like um, uh, a kind of Steve Bannon shirts on shirts kind of deal. Hmm. I guess it was a vest, but um, uh, that, that's that's what sprang to my mind. I'm googling Steve Bannon. Oh, do you not know about the Steve Bannon shirts. thing? I don't think so. He likes to wear uh, like multiple button-up shirts underneath each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's his, weird. Like, oh yeah, now I'm seeing see some pictures here. Why? Why does he do that? It's no one. Nobody knows. Complete fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably have to get a Bannon here on the on the JPEG as well. Shirt on shirt. Um, we should um, invite and then disinvite him to the podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a crumbly, so like... I don't know what that is. He's an old person. A coffin dodger. <laughs> is that is that like uh, more Cockney slang? I actually don't know. I, uh, I heard it years ago on a website, and I thought it was funny. Crumbly. I think um, he might look older than he actually is, just because he's like very decrepit. Yeah, he's going to die very soon. Like... He's going to join uh, Breitbart oh. in hell very, very oh, soon. <laughs> oh, he's 64. He does not look it. He looks more like 75. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. Once he gets to hell, finds his, his friend. Uh, was it Andrew Breitbart? Yep. Well, they probably hated each other, though. Like, people like that don't ever, like, really get along, do they? Yeah, it's true. There's, their hearts are just so filled with hatred. They just, it just <laughs> spills out in every direction. I, I have a question. Sure. Mm. What if his name was Andrew Breitbart? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I don't think I get it. You know, I, I get it. Bort? Yeah. Like, from The Simpsons? The Simpsons, right? Is that a Simpsons oh, yeah. reference? Well, yeah, but it's also just a, just it's the word "bort," which is great too. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, um, the episode it's like we need, <laughs> we need the more board, board yeah. license mm-hmm. plate. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, like who would be who would be named Bort? I identified with that as a Byron, so 
There was plenty of Brian's. This is why I hate any person named Brian. No matter who you are, if your name is Brian, I fucking hate you. Sorry. Sorry, Brian Tanner. <laughs> or any Brian listening to this. Sorry. I don't really even know if I hate him. I just hate I just hate seeing him. Like yeah. I I just hate taking that in. He's definitely tired and, you know, picking his nose all the time. Like, it's, yeah. it's the shape of his, it's the shape of his, his eyes are like sunken, but like way too shallow at the same time. I can't, it's just, it's not good. Brian, um, the actor that played Brian went on to um, fight in Afghanistan after 9-11. He was inspired to join the service after yeah, the Twin Towers. Sure. I mean, he went through hell with Alf. Why not? He already yeah. had balls. I mean, you know, I mean, is it really going through hell on the set of a TV show when, you you know, we, we got our, you know, boys on boys in blue, putting their lives on the line every night, you know? <laughs> yeah. Vivian, I want to tell you, I want to tell you about a thin blue line that stands between us and, uh, I don't know, people of other races or whatever <laughs> the idea is. Hey, you know what? Bl- blue lives matter. <laughs> Shoo. Blue yeah, okay. I saw, okay, guys, has anyone here ever been to the state of Indiana? No. No, no I, got, I got friends Actually, there. maybe I took a train through at one time. I took a train through the flyover state. That's funny. Well, th- that's where I live, um, mm-hmm. and every year we have, Ooh, and of course, the Indiana State Fair. Um, and this year I saw a very large, very swollen-looking woman, and her shirt said, Drunk Lives Matter on it. <laughs> What? Oh my god! See, I mean, that's not a f- not even as offensive to me because, like, that's at least like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I am a piece of garbage. It's not like a genuine political statement. Like, yeah, the yeah, police should yeah. be allowed to murder wonder, whoever like, they want at any time. You know, I don't. Like, yeah, I don't understand. People are just like, I don't. They're just like excusing all the bad shit that police. They, does they just and... they just want Judge Dredd to be real. Like, get out there and you know, you guys know Judge Dredd. Yeah, Byron. Is that, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just bought uh, number one of the Eagle Comics run of Judge Dredd, which is a fucking great comic. Yeah, I've never read it, but I I like I've always liked the concept. It's um it's very <laughs> so it's originally British and it's very um it, it's you know it's satire to the point of but then they started like you know people of course kind of take it the wrong way and think it's cool you know yeah. The way they think that Full Metal Jacket is like a pro-war movie or whatever, like they kind of yeah, yeah. get the wrong. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, but they're out there. I, I have um, never seen Judge Dredd, but I did watch RoboCop recently, and oh my goodness! Had you ever seen it before? Could we lose James? That's a great film. Yeah, yeah it's really it's, good. Most Paul Verhoeven. Well, you should skip skip the Stallone Judge Dredd and watch the I think 2011 one. Dredd. Yeah, that hey, one's get on it. That one's the. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. It's sick, really dude. good though. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's stupid as hell, but but that's the uh, you know to put make it more political. Like I think that's pretty much what the the kind of um, you know justice these people want on the streets, but only if they're killing black people. Let's face it. Mm. Right. Um, right. So it turns out that um, the Tanners cannot afford to send Lynn to Amherst. Because Alf has been sort of a suck on their resources. Um, yeah, that was a surprisingly like a realistic moment in another otherwise sort of not very grounded. Um, yeah, show. And I, I think this is actually like rare in the genre at large to kind of like acknowledge the actual economic effects of like having a kind of you know funny prankster destroying a new thing every week. Yeah, and. We we don't find out in this scene, but we find a li- find out, or find out later. Remind me to go back and um, cut out all my stuttering from this episode. Um, that th- what is it? Ten thousand uh, dollar budget? Yeah, for Alf so far. Yeah. Miscellaneous. Yeah, that's just the Al- Alf's destruction and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they also say that Kate couldn't go back to work because of Alf, but. That seems a little flimsy, right? I mean, like, wouldn't she have been better off going back to work so she wouldn't have to, like, be around all, Alf all the time? I think it's, it probably like... probably requires supervision. Right, right. It's mm-hmm. just wanting to have an adult present. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
like this this episode is kind of a real world analogy for like having a a, a child with like cerebral palsy i think <laughs> yeah or or, or, like or like some other severe, kind of uh severe behavioral issues just yeah. like you know like can't be left alone for two seconds because they'll like break all the windows in the house or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, like really bad adhd or something yeah yeah right so it's a kind of a very special episode on multiple levels well it kind of is yeah um mm-hmm. and i i um you know i i really enjoyed the alcoholism ep- episode and uh while this one's not quite as dark i do also appreciate the like showing the the kind of like depressing reality of actually having this awful puppet living in your home with you it's good yeah. that they addressed it this is i mean this is the kind of stuff we all worry about around the kitchen table <laughs> did um i wanted to ask you guys uh growing up did you have a thing uh in a manila folder that was called a family budget that you talked about no that's not and, a thing and, yeah no just, just curious it's like the family bible <laughs> We actually, um, we did have a an heirloom Bible of sorts. I'm not sure what happened to it. Hmm. If your parents were to uh, get divorced, do you know who would get the family Bible? Uh, well, I, I think it's from mum's side of the family. Okay. You have that to cut it that. in half. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would protest that, and therefore I would deserve the Bible. No, you you the person, yeah. No, the person who just says, let the Bible go is the true owner. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You would, so you would protest would it and protest, that's your way. Yeah. But I would say, I would just go. cut to the chase and be like, well, don't do that and also give it to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, obviously you're the true owner then. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you even to decide this? Like, why are you in my house, King this Solomon? The, this is the lore of the Bible, man. Yeah. So we find out that Willie went to Amherst. Um, so that's cool. Because we already talked about that. Then Alf is a cheerleader at some point for some reason. That scene went nowhere. Felt very yeah, flat. Cheering for, for Lynn after the after uh, Willie and Kate tell tell her they can't afford. He comes in cheering for Lynn. Yeah, and yeah, it was just, it was just pointless. Yeah, and um, in this scene we also have uh, the the rare. Um, thing that occasionally happens where Willie mentions why it's good to have Alf around um, which like doesn't ever come through except when he's like literally saying it which is that well you know he, he can tell you amazing alien facts yeah um, <laughs> and, and just like in practice that there is like no no benefit whatsoever to to having the alien around yeah it's, it's yeah. just like it rings so hollow when he says the words yeah well, what about what about where's your sense of wonder and your your sense yeah, of <laughs> he doesn't provide a sense of wonder. Yeah. Like he he doesn't like tell you any cosmic secrets or anything. James, just, like, James, listen yeah. to me. He's an alien from space. He Willie flew was out. walking out of his ass. He flew Whoa. in a craft and landed, and now he lives in your house. That is He's amazing. Floppy. Yeah. That would be the most incredible thing that has ever happened to anyone. Hey, it would be in real life, but this uh, this particular alien is is just like kind of like a yeah. boring jerk yeah, it's very mundane yeah very mundane, per- mundane i guess it's sort of like a that's the lesson it's, it's like no matter how awe-inspiring the universe may be at some point you just realize it's all kind of the same and like kind of boring lame I mean, yeah. if you made it's forever if you made like if you replaced the puppet with just like a guy with like antennas it mm-hmm. wouldn't feel it, it would feel the same like if you if you just removed Alf and just made him an invisible voice, it wouldn't feel like a show with an alien. It still it doesn't feel like a show with oh, an yeah. alien. I kind right. of forgot that uh, my favorite Martian. Well, in this episode, it, it, um, in this particular episode, it feels like uh, like he's a like a surrogate child. Like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that with with a you know a misbehaving troubled child that yeah. destroys the the um, dreams of the family. Yeah. Yeah. He often plays that role. So um, we have a family, uh, family, sort of uh, meeting around the uh, kitchen table. Um, we're, we're the family's eating Oreos off of a plate. Um, has that, have any of you ever eaten Oreos off of a plate? Hey, probably. 
I mean, <laughs> do you think they were Oreos or do you think they were, they were a, double um, stuff um, Oreos? Yeah. Substitute. No, they were definitely double stuffs. Well, I mean, in the eighties, was that like a thing? Did like families gather around the table and share Oreos off of a plate? Like maybe I just like always ate them out of the package though. Yeah, that's what I did. I feel like everybody just eats them out of the package. Uh, lest we not forget, Brian gives a scathing commentary on how to eat them too. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you know, I I could see eating some like Milano's off of a plate. I mean, that's a fancy cookie. Or Naples, which some... is the uh, the, the uh, original. Really? Huh. Yeah, Naples was like the same cookie as a Milano, but it it didn't have a bottom, and it was having issues with like melting, so they changed huh. it, and it became I had no Milano. Idea. That's really crazy. I like the. Um... The Chesapeake, it's like a giant cookie. Hmm. Do we have we lost the audience here? The cookie, I, I, cookie talk. Okay. I, I don't think I've had that. Their mouths are watering. What? Oh, their, their mouths, mouths are watering. Are watering. Um, they ran to the store. That would be um, really horrible. It would be like listening to an alien talk about slime for like thirty seconds. Yeah. So um yeah basically the Tanners blame Alf for the plight of Lynn not being able to go to school. They all go in the Oreos around the table. Uh, Brian was wearing sort of like a um, sweatshirt with some kind of abstract cubist art on it, I found. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts Great about that? Uh, <laughs> hey. That's probably back in now, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I had one thought about just the scene in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought it was very strange how Willie, uh, how Brian looked like was sitting on like Willie's knee. I'm not like trying to make like a pervert joke, but <laughs> I just I I cannot for the life of me ever see Willie being the type of dad yeah. that would be you know be like come come sit, sit on my leg, son. I'll give you some Oreos. I, he's just yeah. like a stickler. I could never see him doing that. He's not yeah. like a fun yeah. dad. He's not that kind of guy. It was unnatural. And and furthermore, just consider that they would have had to be basically sitting in that position for like an hour. Oh my god! Set up the pump. Horror. It's you really they... funny that you bring that up. I got the same kind of vibe. There's a scene where they're showing um, Lynn, I think, in her bed, and Alpha's just kind of like looming behind it at this really unnatural angle. It's like it's just very. I don't know. I don't want Alf in this teenage girl's room. <laughs> Yeah, at all, ever. And Alpha's already been established to have some feelings for Lynn um, of a sexual nature. Yep. Which manifested through a puppet in one case. And um, in another episode that I don't remember. That's why he doesn't want her to leave for college. Yeah, because he wants he, to he, nail her. He wants his sexual stimulation to, mm-hmm. to remain present. He probably, like, Wears her underwear sometimes. <laughs> oh, de- definitely. Um. So, uh, Willie gives like a good lesson to Lynn. He says, "In life, in life, you y- you can't always get what you want." But that's when it's revealed that he got to go to Amherst, even though Lynn isn't gonna get to go to Amherst. Um. Yeah, that's that's classic. Like, um. Boomer versus millennial, but Typical. in Australia in particular, the the boomers Bullshit. all got free college, and now they advocate for the deregulation of university fees. And hey, you stop whining. Yeah. So we're gonna have hundred thousand dollar degrees, whereas they got them for free. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Cool. Ah, boy, we did it. Do I hate the baby boobers? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're knobheads. Those baby bloomers. Baby bummers. I'll get you, baby. Bloom counties. It's another uh, comic strip, I think. Because yeah, Doons- uh, Doonesbury comes up in this. Yes. Oh, yeah. It slams Doonesbury, yeah. doesn't it? It, it, it excoriates. Sick, sick burn on, 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 yeah. from Alf uh, to uh, John Doonesbury, the author of Doonesbury. Yeah. Obliteration. I was wondering um, why Lynn couldn't just get student loans to pay for. Uh, I think it was the accommodation was the was the difficult part. Is that covered by student loans? No, Sometimes. I mean it can be. You just take the, you the just higher, borrow more money. The, the higher interest ones tend to be the ones that people use for living expenses too. 
like they tend to be not of a certain fixed interest in line with like if you get a Stafford loan, for example, like you're guaranteed a certain interest rate. But um, Mm -hmm. if you're going out for more money like that, depending on what it's for, if it's for living expenses, it tends to kind of be harder to pay off in the long run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's why like um, the student debt crisis has mounted more and more because people have been going to, you know, putting more and more on the on the credit cards here with these oh, uh, loans and absolutely, yeah, it's been more just cost of living or consumer debt. So yeah. maybe this is just a view into a time before people were doing that, like because I remember always hearing about like, oh, we can't afford to send you to college. It's like, I guess that's before they had these like ridiculous student loans you could get that put you in in hawk forever. Um, mm. But whatever, I guess. Uh, mm. So Elf wants to see the family budget, um, which he calls Gone with the Wind, um, which is funny because <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the reason it's Gone with the Wind. So uh, is he calling all of them Confederates? Yeah, pretty much. I think so. Which checks out, I guess. Yeah. I'm surprised well, he, he didn't say, I kill me. <laughs> he gets to hear their um, extremely racist rhetoric that they, don't, they won't air on the, on the television. Like, if you saw a boy, Brian, like, with a pale face just walking across the field of Gettysburg with a little drum, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be pretty creepy. Which side would he be on? Well, a confederate, obviously, because yeah. he's doing the Gone with the Wind. I've, ne- I've actually uh, never seen Gone with the Wind. So. All you need to know is it takes place in the, the, the South, like, post-Civil War immediately. Right. Yeah, that's like, all you need to worry about during the uh, the restoration, so called. <laughs> uh, so Alf goes with, through the uh, budget. Um, he uh, <laughs> he um, he suggests uh, that uh, Willie getting brake shoes is uh, foppish, um, mm. and uh, Willie agrees that he'd get home a lot faster if he were unable to stop the car. Mm-hmm. I thought it was actually one of the best lines in the series so far, in my wow. opinion. I, I did like that one. I did. I did. I actually chuckled. I got a chuckle. You didn't it like does. it, James? It had a real top ten of the oh. lines. Well, that's that's number one. I don't remember any of the other, any of the other uh-huh. others. So. I was um, surprised one. that the Tanners spent so much on candles. <laughs> Buy buy fewer candles. Yep. No. 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 They're having rituals. This is a a wint reference. Are brakes? Did Al think that brake shoes were actually like some kind of fancy shoe for the brakes? Yeah, like a, so like I a thought it was foppish. Boat shoe or something. Yeah, with like frills and tassels and delf. So it's actually a very <laughs> clever pun. Yeah, that would be foppish. Yeah, if like you had a special pair of shoes you put on for when you're just kind of relaxing, taking a yeah. break, like uh, your Yankee Doodle, um, dandy shoes, kind of a dandy fop, kind of min- mincing about, jingling and with tassels and taking in the tomes of yore, frills and ribbons, shoes, yeah, um, adornments. So Alf catches on. That he's the reason that Lynn can't go to Amherst because of the there's a line in the budget, a miscellaneous, which is uh, all of the Alf related expenses, um, and he says that he feels like slime, slime guts, slime gut droppings, slime gut droppings on an open fire, um, which puts Brian off of his Oreos. <laughs> Poor kid. Could be uh, this, this could be lyrics to like a really good thrash kind of song, you know. Yeah. Like a like a like an anal cunt tune. Yeah, I can see that. Take it take it down a notch, bud. <laughs> I'm, that's just the yeah. name of the bond band. Okay. Oh, that's the name of the bond, huh? Well, it's the name of the band. We talking 007? No, we're talking, we're talking. Well, no, I always thought actually. Um, who was the last uh, facetious James Bond? I suggested could be James Bond. James. What Idris Elba? I that wouldn't be facetious. That's racist. Um, Maybe, right. Oh, how about Lucy Liu? Yep. <laughs> sure. I dig it. 
Do it. Actually, I actually do want to see that movie. <laughs> All right. She's James Bond. Halle Berry, uh, maybe. You can get like a kind of a Catwoman take on it. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. A little leather. Ooh. So nice. Um. So this is where Alf starts trying to find jobs for everyone. Um. He uh, tried to get Willie a job as a men's room attendant, and Willie said, "Do I look like a men's room attendant?" So I got a little bit of a chuckle about around that because it was like gay cruising <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> clearly a joke on it. Clearly a get his manhood. Yeah, that that's T ball. That that's just setting it up for you. Yeah. It's like um, I got you a job as a crack smoking specialist. <laughs> well then. Yeah. You'd have that guy dead to rights. The uh, finest crack taster around. <laughs> crack aficionado. Well, the crack you want for free, Willie. Uh, I, I think he said he looks like a scrubbing bubble, which I didn't understand. Yeah. A, scrubbing, a scrubbing bubble, whatever that means. It's, it's a funny sound. Yeah. Um, Is that like the, the little brushes they use in the advertisements? You know, this like the little scrubbing bubble brush with yeah. that has has like kind of cartoony eyes and like flat soars around your bathroom and just kind of cleans everything up yeah i forget which uh brand that is i think i have some actually it smells well, quite nice scrubbing bubbles brand <laughs> i think that's i think that's the name of the brand dude i don't i don't know about that i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so i'm gonna look it up i think you're trolling me right now byron i don't think so i don't think it's scrubbing bubbles I feel like it has scrubbing bubbles, and that's like a selling point. Uh, gee, I think I was wrong. He had scrub, scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> Can uh, you please put that on the uh, cover for the yeah, podcast? I guess I have to. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've got Steve Bannon, scrubbing bubbles, um, a picture of Brian. So so wait, 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 wait. a balloon head. You thought there was a cleaner out there. It was called something else, but it just contains scrubbing bubbles. Yeah. No, I forgot. Like, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> Okay, cool. No, that's that's good. Like it could have been uh, like that if that's just the way it was. Like, but like it happened Mr. to not be, you know. Mister Clean with scrubbing bubbles, like that kind of thing. Yeah, why not? Like, um, let me try to think of an example. Like, um, well, I can't right now, but I'll come back to you later <laughs> offline with an example. There's no need. Okay. So, yeah, um, we get a weird, like, phone sex thing about 555 Jugs, which... Yeah, they say Jugs, like, four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was kind of funny. <laughs> Got a little it's, blue. It's getting um, all his, like, job listings from here, and it's it's where he gets his paper run. Like, wouldn't one assume that that means that he's going to be distributing, like, dirty magazines? I would seem so. Didn't occur to me, but it would seem so. Yeah, like... I feel like that was like a, a throwaway joke that just made the episode Im- implausible, though. Like, mm-hmm. like he had to call five 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 jugs to get the five 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 jugs catalog. At in which point she, he started like uh-huh. getting all these five 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 jugs references. Like, where did the original five 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 jugs impetus come from? Like, yeah, they must have like a, like a, a thousand sub uh, menu options for, to direct. <laughs> they have to like different. a. They have like right. a paper. They have a five five jugs five 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 jugs newspaper newsletter. Yeah, it's a media empire. Yeah, I think um, yeah, that's something that's like really kind of gone by the wayside with the internet. Is like phone sex lines, not really a thing anymore, is it? There are still ads for them on late night TV all the time. I don't know if that's a thing in America, but yeah, I guess it is. Like Wait, some people must night. be like very very lonely. Yeah, I guess probably just for like old men though. Actually, yeah, I, I saw a phone sex line advertisement as late as uh, three years ago while watching the um, the block on Teen Nick where they show the '90s Nick shows. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw um, uh, a commercial for like what was basically a phone sex line, which I was pretty surprised about. It was like you could like Paul call like Patty Mayonnaise, and she would like. <laughs> You call up, uh, call up Patty, Patty Manny. Yeah. Patty. Uh, I feel like there's some kind of like mayonnaise semen joke to make there, but I'm not going to. 
Um, so unlike, unlike Brian with the line about Oreo cream. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. He calls it gooey stuff. Yeah. Gross. Got to lick the cream from between the chocolate something something guys. So, um, Byron, you're you're a bit of a fan of uh, the off-brand sandwich cookies. Oh yeah, yeah I love off-brand sandwich sandwich. So cookies it seems like you, you like to pair it, yeah, with a certain type of uh, soft drink as well. Yeah, like off-brand, um, like cream betweens and um, Doctor Dazzle. That's a good combo. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Hydrox and uh, well, th- Doctor <laughs> Thunder. Hydrox is actually uh, predates. Oreos, believe it or not. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's not That's an true. Oreo. Yeah, it's still like seems kind of low rent. Sort of they like suck. Um, I mean, they're dry and they suck. Kind of like little little Debbie is to uh, Hostess, I think. Hmm. Although I think Lib- little Debbie actually outlived Hostess, so. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and then there's like President's Choice. Um, the best part is the cream in the middle. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the name of the cookie. Which president do you think is associated with the Taft. brand? Like I, it, I, I would think it would have to be um, Big Bill, wouldn't it? I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Taft, but... Um, yeah, because uh, Reagan loves his jelly beans. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. The Gipper. I think that was just like a cover for uh, like Quaaludes or something. <laughs> Didn't uh, Ronald Reagan invent crack? Uh, yeah, that was uh, his, his yeah, and... uh, strategy for, for um, keeping black people poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in tandem with Willie. Yeah. So I'm going to skip a few of my notes here. Um, Alf becomes a paper boy. Does he though? I mean, does he really? Yeah, this gets Willie and Kate to do all the work. This is like the way with a lot of like um, children who get paper routes. Like I think it was the way with my little brother for a while. He got a paper route, and and mum and dad just drove him around. Yeah, that's pathetic. He's a spoiled, (laughs) spoiled brat. Uh, Did he watch this episode as a child and get into? Presumably, that's where he got the idea. Yeah. Do you think parents now will just? fly their little kid around on a drone <laughs> hey hey yeah i don't think you could lift a child with a drone yet maybe like a um like a small fetus in a jar <laughs> of course in the context of the episode it's like even worse that like alpha's like caused the financial woes of the family and then he, he is like not willing to do the legwork himself like yeah. you would think that the the arc would be that oh well when it counts alf can like really pull his finger out and like get things done for the family i thought you know like maybe use some alien tech or something <laughs> to distribute no. papers really efficiently no. but no he, he just gets willie and kate to do it yeah um the uh alf makes a uh a, a gender joke about um Paper person, gender neutral. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Being, political correctness yeah. is gone. I think uh, Kate then then does like a a callback. Yeah, callback. Yeah. A sick. Uh, she's you know explaining to what their neighbor finds yeah, Raquel, out. That Raquel. Raquel Akmanik. Yeah. The Akmanics find out that they're delivering papers, so they suddenly think they're like, I don't know, uh, like street urchins, poppers, just like that instantly. Yeah. Alf got 10 paper roots and um, part of why they want to how Willie and Kate are compelled to help out is that they need to help people get their Doonesbury. So this comes back to the Doonesbury reference we made earlier. Just wanted to tie that up into a little bow. Also they keep uh, referring to uh, they use the word destitute like 50 times. Twice. I think twice. Yeah. But no, they, I think it's like three times. Three three times. It's times. more than it's more than twice. I'm yeah. sure of that. <laughs> so, it three was or four. Kate dropped off a newspaper for the Akmonics. Raquel came out and encountered her and immediately said that she didn't know they were destitute and that they could live in a car on their lawn lawn if they wanted to. I wanted to also I, note that like there was a rare um, sort of outside establishing shot of the station wagon. 
Um, and also, I think the first time we were seeing Willie and Kate in a car together. They, um... <laughs> Vivian, can you remember any other cases where <laughs> Willie and Kate have been in a car? <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't have intimacy with each other, so they, they've never yeah. been They drive car. separate cars. They're usually in separate cars. Yeah. Um, they do share a bed, which is uh, a little bit surprising. I'm surprised. I'm shocked that they do. Like, they do seem like a couple that wouldn't share a bed. Like, like in the 50s on, like, the Honeymooners. Yeah. Like, they'd be still doing that way into, like, the, the 80s. I've heard, though, that, that that's that people didn't do that as much as TV made it seem. Like, they just didn't want to show two people in bed together. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, that's what it mostly was. Yeah. Sort of like how they... they didn't want to show Lewd. They didn't even show like a toilet on television until like the seventies. <laughs> like people were still using toilets. Toilets are, are very naughty. I forget which show that was in. It was in the um, Leave It to the Beaver. The first show to have a toilet. Yeah, it was the uh, Leave It Leave It to Beaver. Leave It to Beaver. Wow. Yeah. But it wasn't. So it was not a scatological reference they used it for, though. The kids bought a pet alligator and hid it in the toilet tank. So it was an incidental toilet. It wasn't like ah. the beef was like just taking a huge shit into the toilet and we got to watch. Did they, uh, did they do a product plug for scrubbing bubbles? <laughs> um, probably. They should have. It's like, what did they use the scrubbing bubbles to like kill the alligator and then try to flush it down the toilet? Yeah, they they poisoned it. It's like Breaking Bad. They the tried to and dissolve, the had like try a, to dissolve the body of the gator with the like, scrubbing bubbles. Yeah, and then like the beef took like a, like an enormous shit onto the alligator, and like Wally like pissed all over the beef. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this, this <laughs> Is this like turning into an aristocrat <laughs> joke or something? Seems seems no, that it's way. What, it's what happened on the <laughs> The, the 50s, uh, 60s sitcom Leave It to Beaver, you know the yeah. seminal television classic. I do have like a an adult warning on this podcast, so like it, it I guess it's good to like occasionally do something that's like way over the top, uh, dirty, just to justify that because otherwise it's kind of a waste. Like think of well, the I demographics mean, I'm missing with this. Yeah, but Alf isn't really meant for like a general audience, though. Like, I mean, be real. Do we really want like like the youth like watching Alf. I think you can point to a lot of problems in today's culture that are directly the result of youth watching Alf. Yeah. Like what? Such as degenerates podcasting about it. <laughs> That's a great example. A Friday night. I mean, here Eastern Time Zone. Yeah. Talking about Alf. Ironically, I think because I hate no. it. No. I don't know. I'm not sure. No, it's not ironic. It's Real. actually very sincere. Real, yeah. My distaste is sincere. Yeah, I think there's a scene, scene in the kitchen where the uh, Tanners appear to have some sunny delight. Um, any experiences with sunny delight that any of you want to share? I don't know what or that is. Sunny D. I have a memory. Uh, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say I was I was just gonna go with the cheap joke and say was there purple stuff in there too. But uh, I used to, when I was in like 2005, when I was like 10, I went to this um, summer, summer like school for like gifted kids. It was like not a school, but. All right, we get it. You're gifted. (laughs) No. I I actually just tuned out. I'm not even sure what the. Well, basically like every time after I came home, my mom uh, would like freeze a sunny delight and like crush it up. And so I I liked it. That Uh, would be good. It's very so, James. So you know, I don't know if you guys have like uh, like tang or like those sort of powdered citrus fruit beverages that you kind of make, or they're very um, overly sweet and they taste like chemicals and they're like way too orange for what they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a uh, biology like. teacher uh, who claimed that there was whale sperm in Sunny Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything about that on Wikipedia, so I feel like he was he was uh, having a bit a bit of a laugh. But I don't know why you would make that up. It would be really like um, resource intensive to collect. <laughs> yeah, you'd go out on the high seas. You got to get like a lot of a lot of KY jelly. You know, I've heard you, find um, you know there's uh, there's bull semen and Red Bull, like kind of yeah. this weird <laughs> urban myth 
like there's kind of like a shred of truth in it or not, but yeah. they just get kind of spread around. It's like how there was an urban myth, I think in like the late nineties about uh, Mountain Dew made you infertile. Yeah, like the yellow number five dye in Mountain Dew would like make your balls fall off or something. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I got a answers.com has an answer for me. It seems to be just speculation though. Uh, is it true that there is whale sperm in Sunny D? That is highly unlikely. In mass producing something such as Sunny D, a company will try to cut costs where it can. Whale sperm, or just about any whale-based product, would be very difficult and thus expensive to obtain. It would probably be illegal as well. Are you reading uh, Freakonomics? <laughs> this is from Answers.com. And somebody like, apparently just decided to you know, put some conjecture on here. I don't know. I think I think they kind of debunk the whole thing pretty effectively. It's just not very yeah. practical to to obtain the scale of whale sperm that you would need to fill our nation's supermarkets. I guess it's like the the argument would be that potentially it's just some kind of industrial product that's already available and um, in use for for some other purpose. That you know, I, I still can't yeah. imagine it would be cheap enough to to justify putting it in a tangy fruit drink. Drink, but um, yeah, that'd be like aging sunny d in, in barrels made from ambergris it just it wouldn't make any sense yeah hmm. okay, ambergris is from sperm whales yeah okay let's uh let's move on from this uh we, the sperm the sunny delay wasn't even a big part of the episode i just happened to see it on the counter um so let's why don't we wrap this up uh alf seems to be wearing a life preserver we can kind of yada yada through that um so the uh Lynn realizes how um what a bitch she has been through the whole episode and mm. um s- settles for state school right oh, that's that's it just like give up your dreams for yeah. the worthless alien maybe the... i can transfer <laughs> After two years, like they were setting themselves up to be able to write her off the show, like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I can transfer in two years when when my character will go away for college and I just won't, you won't see me anymore because I'll be because I'll have gotten too old and probably not you, very attractive they, anymore. Were they that far planned out in advance? Do you think? Like, was the arc? Did, were they calling their shot? Maybe. And does that mean two years real world time or two years half world time? Well, it could be either, couldn't it? Like they could, they would just be able to write her off whenever they needed to. Alpha was actually shot in real time too. Holy well, there shit! You go. <laughs> there you go. So um, the Ekmonics still think that um, the Tanner family is destitute, so they dropped off some uh, some groceries, uh, which contained. Um, uh, not uh, including, but not limited to chickpeas, cocktail onions, and tripe. Uh, and this, to me, sounded like a chopped basket. Do <laughs> you guys think of any meals you could cook with uh, cocktail onions, chickpeas, and tripe? Yep, but they uh... wouldn't be good. <laughs> Just throw it all in an omelet. Uh, I think there's an episode of The Simpsons where there's a hurricane, and so the Quickie Mart's picked over. And all that's left on the shelf is like shit that no one wants, like cream deals, and yeah, they're, they're crossing out the cat chow, and they're just calling it like hurricane chow. <laughs> that's good. Uh, has anybody here ever eaten a cocktail onion? Yes. I've... No, not me. Hmm. I think I have. Yes. Sometimes you you can get them in like a martini, in right. lieu of an olive, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. They look they uh, kind of fallen out as a as a yeah. Look. They're they're gross. They look Whatever. gross. Yeah. They look like eggs, like weird alien amphibian eggs. No good. I think I think they'd be good for those like Halloween games where you pass around like gross mm-hmm. things and say like this, these are witches' eyeballs, like like snake <laughs> eyeballs. These are the eggs of a vile witch who laid these eggs into a bowl. Uh. These are the testicles of a Melmachian. This is a witch's testicle that comes out of the witch's womb, which is also a a penis. 
That's interesting. <laughs> this is so this is so fucked up, dude. Where is this going? I just like it's always witches witch parts in my experience. Like, yeah, it's like a spaghetti. hag. It's like this is a hag's uh genital warts. This is the witch's brain. It's like a piece of liver. Like this is the yeah. witch's hair. It's that spaghetti. classic game. Yeah. That classic, Did you guys play uh, that game? No. I've seen it on television. I don't think anyone I think it's it's another thing. It's the bedroom with two beds in it. It's it's it only exists in, in, in T V culture. It's yeah. Not, in my memory, I played like... it, but maybe I never did. Maybe I just saw it on TV. Hey, maybe. I wouldn't want people putting their hands through, like, perfectly good food. Well, you buy it explicitly for this purpose. I would buy it explicitly for the purpose of consuming it. What if it's cocktail onions? Uh, you know, I don't think they're that bad. Oh? <laughs> I think they're, they're a pretty um, shit thing to give to your destitute neighbors, but uh, that makes it all the more amusing, yeah. really. So are those, kinda... like, pearl onions? Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty much it's no, kind of stuff that people those. donate in like canned food drives it's like oh mm-hmm. we got some cranberry sauce <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll really nourish your children creamed corn <laughs> <laughs> it's expired uh, but uh this stuff never really goes bad in the can Rich in if, I, if I learned anything from Cormac McCarthy's The Road I think that canned food lasts pretty much forever right to uh, to uh, deep a cut there. No, no, I'm tracking. I'm just it's just getting kind of heavy. Okay, why don't we wrap it up then? Um, hey, sounds Good great, idea. man. What yeah. happens in the last scene? Like uh, Alpha's hanging out in like a Rosie the Riveter shirt, and um, I don't know. I forget what they're talking about. Honestly, I forget too. <laughs> but he did look like Rosie the Riveter, right? He did. <laughs> yes, skin like a like an art teacher say, yes. vibe. Yeah, Rosie the Riveter. All right, any uh, closing thoughts on this episode of uh, Alf? Uh, yep, uh, I have one remaining note that was um, uh, I, I noted when um, Alf says, uh, I, "I can't deliver papers. Someone might see me," and then Willie responds, "That's their tough luck." <laughs> Yeah, amusing. That was funny, particularly because there there was like an episode just prior to this where it's like, "There's no way you can ever be seen by anyone." They'll immediately yep. like cut your dick off and put it in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, I thought it was easily written around the fact that like, well, you do a paper route at five a.m. Yeah. So yeah, nobody's really no up. one would see you. So that, it seemed entirely plausible that Alf could do that. Yeah, but I mean, like, they could have said the same thing about going to, like, a drunken, Akmonic bash at, like, four in the morning. Um, I guess they could have. <laughs> they could have done anything, really. Um, Vivian, do you have any closing thoughts? Chose to... um, well, th- there was one gag in, in the car uh, that I thought was funny. It's yeah. something Willie said. Mm-hmm. I think it was right after um, Willie threw the paper. Yeah. And and it, it got like he said something like the paper I think broke someone's window and Willie said something and I thought it was funny but I can't remember so there was really okay. pointless sharing that. However, my thought is that uh, the episode was it was interesting. It it could have been worse. It had a couple good moments. It was not a shit episode, but it wasn't particularly great. But I thought it was a good one. I liked it. It it was a step in the right direction. It didn't feel like a season finale. I think the last one felt more like the season finale. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they totally were wrong. This totally order. wrong way around. Should have been yeah. the other way around. Probably just aired out of order because they just didn't think about it. Yeah, they just didn't give a shit at all. Like, who cares? None of it mattered. <laughs> of course, it's such a stupid show. Just uh, cue one up. Nobody's paying They're attention. Not... Nobody yeah, cares at, at all. At all, ever. <laughs> They'll never care or notice. Yeah. But they were wrong. We care. We noticed. Oh, we do. We're Care Bears. <laughs> We're looking at you with a Care Bear stare. Yeah. Cody, you get the final word. Um, so a bit of trivia. Does anyone else know the uh, school mascot of Amherst College? No. It is Not the familiar. mammoth. Yes. So, you know, just a little, just a, a little tidbit to, to part with. Does this have anything to do with ALF? He looks kind of like a man. Well, I mean, Willie attended Amherst College, right? 
Yeah. So he's a mammoth. Ah, uh, this is like, like a coming back to the crack smoking thing in some way. Am I missing <laughs> something? I feel like I'm missing something here. <laughs> is this like a, an allusion to his, like his manhood in some way? No, no, it's just, uh, just a fact. Well, I am looking at the the Amherst Mammoths uh, logo, and it does look a little bit like Alf, uh, sort of. If you squint, go ahead and get that on the uh, podcast uh, album cover. There. Do you yeah, think that um, we'll ever we'll ever be able to clone a mammoth? Oh, they've already oh. done it. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah all kinds of on, stuff uh, too. Got on YouTube, hanging out with Elvis in Antarctica. Like, yeah, like, they cloned Elvis. Do they fuse the mammoth's DNA with John F. Kennedy's? Make some kind of like president president mammoth? I mean, They're it minor. only stands to reason. They did I, always I, say I, that uh, the mammoth was the uh, the president of the prehistoric world. Yeah, I remember them saying that. <laughs> wow. Is when there a mammoth uh, cryptid? I think mammoths are a cryptid. They would count as a there cryptid. If you have a well, mammoth sighting, since they're technically supposed to be in, uh, extinct. So if someone saw like a mastodon stomping through a forest in West Virginia, that would count as a cryptid. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that checks out. Yeah. In fact, I've just Googled mammoth sighting, and there's some really blurry photographs. So, uh... <laughs> Probably just like elephants it's... like that they dressed up. No, it's brown, man. It's brown. This is going on the on the cover here. Dress up an you can dress an elephant up in brown. Well, well, take a look at this before you say that because you're you're gonna change your tune. All right, okay, big shot. Let's see. There it is. There it is. Okay, let's Whoa, see. Whoa, that is definitive proof. <laughs> That's a. I'm I'm blown away. That's oh a mammoth, God. baby. That's you know, I'm looking at this and I think this looks legit. This is real. It's, it's real. I have nothing real. else to say. Yeah. I think we got to end on this note. This is that, incredible. That was actually uh, printed in the sun. So. Wow. Amazing. It says video hoax, but I don't think that's uh, that that's accurate. Yeah. Wow. Okay, guys. Well, this is a good note to end on. Um, mammoths are back, baby. Maybe they never left. They're back in pod oh. form. <laughs> uh, it's a mammoth baby did anybody get that joke i made from earlier it was like a austin powers reference yeah i got it barring. okay nobody yeah. reacted so i just figured like was there a mammoth in austin powers <laughs> yeah there was do you remember it was in a deleted scene <laughs> it's not what i meant but it's fine we can just move on from here okay guys well thanks again for um tuning in and joining and just being just great people um and uh, I guess we'll uh, I'll catch you next time here on um, Alpha Spec Platform. Bye. We'll leave the light on for you.